because that's how it works. It needs to have the live for us to talk. And are we live? Like, are we live? Yeah, we're live. Oh, right shit. Now. Okay. <laughs> hey, I, uh, so I had a pretty decent day, but the thing that's been um, bothering me is my body. So mm. I'm just sore right now. Mm. Did you do? Did you like go up a flight of stairs, or did you do a push up today? Did you take the trash out? What happened? Well, I, I haven't. I did notice you trying to assault me. That I, I did pick that up. Trying <laughs> to play me. Trying to play me. That's cool. So um, I, I realized that it's been a couple of months since I went to the gym. And I, I kind of made a goal. Okay. I was like, all right, after I come back from LA, I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to okay. pump some iron. You know what I'm saying? Do some some thrust. Work some off that in-out burger. Yes. And all the all, drinking we did. And all, all, the, all the trash, everything. Listen, um, I, I, think I, I think I told you about this, but when we separated, right, briefly mm-hmm. <laughs> during the LA trip, when you decided to go, um, to a stranger's car to do a delivery. <laughs> it, it, that's what happened, dude. And really- that, 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 Hannibal is not lying about that. I, <laughs> I did that because I'm a little crazy. Yeah. And I, I made it out alive, so I'm good. She was great. Nicole is amazing. Was but she at the time, we did not know her enough. But you no. said, hey, I'm going to do a delivery with this person. I'm like, all right, cool. I would, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm crazy, bro. I'm a little, yeah. I'm a little crazy. So I, I went back to the hotel room. Well, before that, I grabbed the entire burrito, ate that, swallowed it, then went back, ate more at the at the bar. Then we had burgers. So clearly, yeah, I damn, I for, you you had like three meals in like four or five hours, five hours. <laughs> I, I went to bed. I could have ate something else. I, I, it just I am a wreck. Uh, and maybe it was nervous eating. At one point, Pedro, you were gone for about. An hour and a half. I thought something happened to you. I think I thought this oh. person kidnapped you. Yeah, I was, I was talking to John. I was like, "Well, hold on. You couldn't have been that nervous. You didn't call me, bro." Yeah, I, get, I guess I haven't got to that point. Yeah, I was, uh, I was, I was enjoying myself. But I was like, "Yo, where is Pedro?" He said he was going to one delivery. Uh, he, he's, he's the first time being here. He's lost. He doesn't know where Pedro is going on. Did did he get kidnapped? And then like, what am I supposed to do? As I'm drinking, as I'm drinking my whiskey. So I guess right, you're right. My God, thanks you. Super concerned. Yeah. Okay, but that's not the point. The point is, I've been eating a lot of bad food, so I decided, okay, you know what? I'm going to go to the gym, and I did. Did a little workout, did a little bit of a full body, you know, thing. I was doing some legs, you know, some curls, all that stuff. And the next day, I can't get out of bed. Like, I am just sore. Everything is, every, I'm, I'm old, man. It's over. Yeah. That's, this I just wanted to bring out. It's over. Yeah, but that means if you're sore... That's a good yeah. thing. You work muscles like you're supposed to be sore for the first time or two and it'll get better. But um, yeah, I mean, it sucks working out. Like Nobody yeah. likes to do it. But no. I mean, you did it. So yeah, I, I give you I tip my cap to you. Well, I haven't I didn't work out today. You did. So, you know, yeah, I, I uh, about that. well, it was yesterday. No, I haven't done anything today. I'm still recovering. Like I may yeah, be okay. out like <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> coach's, my coach's decision. It's my decision. I'm out eight to ten weeks. With, Are you Anthony Davis, bro? Did you like? <laughs> oh yeah, pinky I'm, ring, put, put I, your pinky finger or something, and like. I am glass, man. <laughs> I'm just glass. Mm-hmm. But you know, my chick has been working out for the last couple of months, so I'm like, okay, she's working out. She actually has an entire uh, personal trainer. Oh damn. Named Dean. I don't oh, know what he looks like. Mm-hmm. So you probably don't want to know what he looks yeah, like. He's, yeah, he's she plays it down. It's like, oh, he doesn't look that bulky. He don't look that strong. He looks like she could be just lying and make it, you know, seem like it's okay. He's probably like up to here or some shit. Yep, like yep. he's like he looks like he probably looks like Michael B. Jordan. Probably. 
And that's John, the other guy, Majors or James, whatever his name is. Yeah, it probably looks like that. I mean, I saw Michael P. Jordan's like workout routine because they have the trainer. Um, it's intense. He's yeah. working. He's, he's. I mean, and he's probably doing the extra stuff. They they don't say that like the Marvel heroes. Like, imagine why every Marvel actor, like the actor that gets them, they all bulk up. Yeah, and he just looks shredded very quickly too. Well, like those guys are eating like six thousand calories a day at minimum. Yeah. They're working out like they're they got nutritionists and specialists, and you know so. You know, if, if you had that, if you had what his means and like a two, three a dietitian, yeah. you'd be able to bulk up too. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I mean, they could be taking things, who knows? But um, yeah, those guys go hard, man. Like, it's crazy yeah. how both of those guys, like, their bodies, it doesn't even make any sense. You know, like, it's crazy, man, how they look. You know, it's discipline, it's hard work. But, you know, I already told you my plan is to get to HGH, Joe Rogan, The Rock Style. You're getting that, yeah. uh, that, that Timberland and Dr. Dre. You're going to be yes. like, walking around. Busta Rhymes. Or Busta Rhymes. Yeah. Busta Rhymes look like a, like a kingpin. He looks yeah. it looks cartoonish how swole he is. And I'll take that swollenness. It just don't make my penis smaller. Like, please. See, I, just, I would not want to be big like that. I, yeah. I, I would not. For yeah. me, you know, if I started working out, I used to run, but I've never really done anything with weights since basically high school, right? Yeah. If I started working out, I'd be I'd easily probably put a five, 10 pounds on. It wouldn't be too hard for me, but I'm a slim dude. So I would be more maybe lean and, yeah. you know, a little better in shape. But I, I would not want to be big. Um, not like that. I just I feel mm -hmm. like my body size and frame, it just would look weird. So I, I've never really wanted that. You, you know, you want, you want to look like fat Joe? No. Like not fat, like just both like no. you know, big. No. You know? no. Well, I, I'm, I may be interested in doing that. I mean. <laughs> I'm not so out of shape. Like I can do, I can do ten pull-ups if need be. I could do, I could at least do that. Like I, I, oh, yeah, I can do yeah. some pull. I could do some push-ups. Like I could do at least thirty without like dying. Like it's not yeah. that bad. But I got the little belly, and I'm trying, you know, shape it up. So when I say I'm forty, when I get to forty years old, I'm like, yeah. oh, I want that kind of look rather than yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, well, you, you got to stop. You got to stop eating burritos in and out burger. Absolutely and not. No, and uh, uh, Maker's Marks neat or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, not possible. No. <laughs> All those things are are important. I mean, no, those are those are necessities, actually. Yeah, we need those things as men to just like keep us going. Oh yeah, <laughs> so. bourbon bourbon is delicious, and you have a long day. Take a little bit of that, and you don't put any ice in it. Just sip it, and all the stuff you had to deal with, it just kind of rolls <laughs> off. And then you wake up the next day like. I still got to deal with that stuff. <laughs> that is also true. It doesn't help you fix everything. But no, interesting no, no. you brought up Michael uh, B. Jordan. I, I still got to watch Creed. But next, watch next it, week, I'm going to watch, 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 watch the next watch two uh, over the next week. Yeah. But he said something that was very interesting. I, I just looked at it earlier as soon as we kind of um, started to get on. He said his, his greatest of all time rapper, Michael B. Jordan, names Drake. As the greatest of all time over Jay-Z and Tupac during the GOAT talk with Complex, Michael B. Jordan and Jonathan Majors share their top tier in the categories of food, movies, music, and more. When was asked who's the greatest rapper of all time, Creed 3 co-star named Jay-Z and Tupac, because that's a because he's a sane person. And Jordan had a hard time choosing between Hope and Drake. He picked Drake. Should I first question? Should I continue to watch his movies and support his work? He said Drake. 
Michael B. Jordan. I'm over here talking you up. You're just doing directorial debut for Creed 3. Phenomenal actor. Phenomenal actor. Good dude. Uh, I'm not surprised because of his age, like his age. And like, you know, but that's a little disappointing. I'm not going to lie. A little disappointing. Do you think it's because he's probably friends with Drake? Could be. um, Could be, you know. He could have he could have given a worse answer, but you know he could have said somebody worse. But yeah, I mean he picked him over Jay, yeah, and Pac. Yeah, it's it's a little it sounds very biased. I don't know him. There's no way Drake is the greatest rapper of all time. No. It's not even he's not even top twenty. Now, if you're talking about amount of money, Ooh, he might be top twenty. I don't. I mean Drake top twenty now. Nah. Mm. For, for it, it depends on who you ask, though. It's it's kind of like saying oh, basketball. Yeah. There's different eras. You know what I'm saying? Like people would say, "Oh, well, this guy's you know not in the top 20, but eh, he might be. He's you know he put, definitely put his stamp on the game. Yeah, for the last 10, 15 years, whatever he's been. I feel like it's been about ten. Well, least, but, I guess there's different categories of greatest. Yeah, artists like musical artists. Yeah, Drake's probably one of them. But we're just talking about rapping. About rap. Yeah, I I would not put him up that high. That's fair. Because a lot of his his biggest hits, he's singing sometimes. Mm-hmm. Or trying. You know what I mean? Like he's, he's a little bit of both. Um, my favorite Drake song is him rapping. Like my favorite song is, I think it's uh probably Western Road Flows. It's probably okay. my favorite song. And he's rapping, he's not doing any of the, the pop stuff. Yeah. He's talking about, you know, his life, his success. But I think I don't know, I feel like that's a friend thing. Like, oh, yeah, Drake's my boy, you know, we party every once in a while. Yeah, he's the greatest. It's a very like PC answer. It's you yeah. know what I'm saying? It's like it's like oh, I'll just say Drake because I got a mic in my face and I wanna I'm gonna see him tomorrow at the party and it's gonna be all these women, so I'm gonna Yeah. <laughs> it's like like I'm gonna I'm gonna give him just whatever. So and Drake seems like a nice guy, like he looks like a nice dude. Like you don't really hear him do anything remotely wrong, to be honest, right? Like he has he has his little beefs, but he seems like a super nice guy. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. He's light skin. Um, he's supposed to be, and he's also light skin, so that does <laughs> that helps him. <laughs> uh, what's up, everybody? It's in the chat, and obviously checking out the replay. Cliff Dog is in the building. He says, "I think he's top 30. Should I, yeah, I could put. Yeah, I would say Drake could be in the top thirty. I mean, he's definitely not in my top five, and he's not yeah, in my I top ten. I don't, I don't argue with. I, I yeah, I, I, I even think. Yeah, I think he's around there. I think he's somewhere in that. 20 to 30 range i think he's got you know um i, I do he's got a he's got a big catalog he's got a lot of songs, lot of songs. He's got a lot of different ways of rapping or and or singing um i yeah. feel like i don't ever hear anybody that's saying he's like has somebody ghostwrite for him i think he, if anything he writes for other people maybe i have that wrong the, so the, yeah the criticism that drake gets is he follows trends he mm-hmm, will change mm-hmm. his style based on what's popular at the time and some people kind of think that's a little disingenuous in terms of it's all about the artist you know yeah. doing everything on your own which you know i think drake follows what's hot and he catches it before it really takes off yeah i think he, he takes has- it to the next he and then he 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 levels it up you yeah. know like he, he so yeah. I, just because of his following and he can get the best producers and the best this best that and we know when a drake album or a song drops the radio's pushing it you know so yeah. I think he takes advantage of that to his. Which is smart. I which mean, is smart. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he's clearly a, a smart businessman. Clearly, so yeah, I give him credit for that. Yeah, Cliff Dog uh, talked about um, he having a ghostwriter. I'm sure he has. There is one named Quentin 
Quentin Miller. You can just okay. type his name up on YouTube. When you hear him rapping, it does sound like Drake. Does it? Oh, so Drake is adopted a little bit. But yeah, that, I'm sure they, they all get help. I mean, uh, writing help. And yeah, like Nas, I think I forgot. It was a little controversy with some artists like said that he helped. Not, I think it was actually him, actually. Mm. That kind of came in and helped. But, you know, it, it, it is what it is. Um, Cliff Dog said he's a flow jacker. He, uh, <laughs> I know when he was alive, um, exit on that he he said that Drake stole his flow. So, you know. But, you know, I still i am a fan of Drake. If I get a chance to check him out live, I will. But he's definitely not the greatest of all. Yeah, I know, you, I know you said that a couple weeks back, uh, a concert you'd want to see or if he came, you'd check him out. Um, yeah. But listen, I, I I really I know I'm hyping up Creed, the first one. Just watch, I think you're really going to like it. Yeah. Um, I hope I hope you like it. I mean, it's a good movie. It's an easy watch. It's, there's different things. It's still got Rocky in it. He plays a prominent mm-hmm. role. I think you're going to really enjoy it. So. I'm going to check it out. I just didn't like this response. And, and I don't want to ruin my enjoyment of the movie when he makes such ridiculous claims because yeah. it's, it's it's ridiculous. Like, Drake yeah. is not the greatest of all time. But Well, I, I I saw him and is it Jonathan Majors? That's a co-star, yeah, right? Yeah. Okay, he's kind of blowing up. I kind of like him a lot. I've seen him in some interviews. He's got a good way about him. But somebody asked those guys, who would win in a fight, Mike Tyson or Muhammad Ali? And we've had this discussion for yeah, like yeah, 20 yeah. years. And the Jonathan Majors guy's like Tyson. A lot of people are saying Tyson that like I guess the premiere for the Creed movie or whatever. Right. And Michael B. Jordan, I feel like he just gives PC answers. He's like, oh, I don't know. It'd be a draw. Like he couldn't even decide who would he couldn't say Ali or Tyson. He said it doesn't make it, it doesn't make any sense. So I think he just kind of gives simple answers. Yeah. He doesn't well, you go know, out there, you know. When you ask Tyson, he never says he can beat him. He he loves Muhammad Ali so much. Yeah. Like that, you can see a few clips. Even when Muhammad Tyson was still like kind of in the prime, mm-hmm. it was an interview on a Silio Hall or Silio Hall show, and he saw uh, Ali. He was like, "No, he's he's Listen, the guy." He's Ali, the Ali. We have to remember Tyson was obviously his power and his technique were just incredible. He came at you. He had that two three year run. He was just destroying so people. destroying people. But Muhammad Ali fought some big dude. George Foreman was a monster, okay? Yeah. And he took punches. Muhammad Ali's defense, the way he could bob and move and, and not take punches and rope with dope, uh, Ali is taking down Mike Tyson. I believe Tyson would be the aggressor, but Ali, I think, would wear him down. In a similar yeah, you got to box him. Foreman. You got you to box him. You can't, Dan, you got to basically stay on the outside. So the one thing about Mike Tyson and why he – it's, he's still well, you know, a really special heavyweight, one of the greatest. He was a short dude. All yes. these other heavyweights now are giant. I mean, Lennox Lewis handled Mike Tyson. Why? He had his reach and kind of just oh, box him yeah, and frustrate yeah. him. You know, try to play, try to play some of the fight night. I still play fight night on Xbox. Try to you pick Tyson and pick, and then your enemies, uh, you know, computer plays and Lennox Lewis. It's hard to win. Yeah. Because you're trying to get inside, and Lennox just got that long-ass reach. Mm-hmm. It's really difficult to do it. So that's the only thing I would think of. I, I agree. I think Ali would frustrate him and dance around him. At the, you know, prime Ali, not, you know. We're, t- we're talking prime Ali, prime. Yeah. I mean, Ali's the GOAT. I don't, to me, yeah. it's not. it goes even beyond the outside the, the ring. It goes in and out. But, yeah, Ali was just different. I think he... He played with guys' minds, you know, the yeah. way he would, you know, say things yeah. in the press conferences. But then he had the technique and he was just hard to really get to because of how, because yeah. of his strategies, you know what I mean? So, 
Yeah, especially with Frazier. Like, Frazier's another one that would okay. just put you in the dirt. Yeah, I mean, come on. He, yeah. he frustrated the hell out of him, scared him, scared Foreman, you know, all yeah. of the little stuff that was happening. And Tyson, Prime Tyson was a volatile person. Yeah. Right? I mean, Holyfield won or was winning that fight with Tyson. Not necessarily he was outboxing. He was bullying him and headbutting him. Like, yeah. Holyfield yeah. was being a bit of an asshole, and Tyson couldn't handle it and bit his yeah. ear because that's right. what he kept. Right. He's like, that's right. what Tyson. You kept headbutting me, and I got frustrated. So I, I took a little. Well, and we got to remember, Tyson was knocking out chumps for the most part. Okay, he was knocking out some chumps, and it looked great. And it was at a time when it had been a little while since we had a heavyweight, and he was yeah. so dynamic and just so powerful, and he talked a little funny. Like Tyson came at a time that was just we needed it, yeah. but like he was, he's, he was. He's that's all they had, though. Up, that's, kind of, but that's all they had. They just had yeah. the people they got, and some of them were lost before they, they got in the ring. The, right. the, the fear oh, yeah. and all oh, that stuff. Fear. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I, I definitely agree with that. But man, we've been rambling and rambling. Let's let's get right into the main event here. So you guys see the title: JJ Reddick, Kurt Kendrick Perkins. Full disclosure: I don't like either one of them. Like I don't. <laughs> I, oh, I don't watch. Okay. I don't watch. I can't stand first take. I can't yeah. stand Skip and Shannon. I watch clips on YouTube or on social media. I cannot sit down and watch the entire show. They all do this. They make these ridiculous, over-the-top claims, and then dummies like me and you argue about it and talk that, about it on the podcast. That's exactly what they do. I like J.J. Reddick's podcast, Old Man in the Three, I believe. Um, yeah. He's had it for several couple of years before he got on the ESPN. Right. I think the podcast kind of like, hey, we got to get this guy. Like, it's pretty good, right? Right. And I like Kendrick Perkins in spurts. I think sometimes he says some things. I'm like, yeah, but man, yeah. Um, I'm interested. We haven't talked about this yet live. Like, this is we're going to talk about this for the first time yeah. tonight with you guys. So I'm interested to see your perspective because I didn't really know about it till you brought it up to me. I think yesterday, or and then I watched some things on ESPN and YouTube and. I was like, man, like these guys are kind of going at it. So I'm very interested to hear your perspective on kind of how this went down. Absolutely. So J.J. Reddick is not um, new to this. He's been having back and forth with many, many people, right? Usually the older heads, right? When he said something about, you know, the older older NBA stars were playing against plumbers and firemen, Mm -hmm. kind of make it seem like Larry Bird wasn't able to win, you know, not one of the greatest three-point shooters because he didn't take a lot of them. And it's, you know, what Stephen Curry goes through is more physical than what Larry Bird went through, which just doesn't make sense to me. So the, the, that's what a little bit of that, like, I feel like he's, once you get in a first take, you got, you, I don't know if they tell you, they're probably telling you this, you got to say outrageous things. Well, in order, in order to stay, I think, because there's so yeah. many people they can put on that show and probably want right. to be on it because the number one show on ESPN. So I think to stay, you got to be. You got to go the extra. You got to be willing to go that extra mile with something provocative. And exactly. Rust, rustle it up a little bit, you know. So yeah. So and uh, Hector says JJ Reddick is a better listen. I would agree. Yeah. Yeah. JJ Reddick has a little bit uh, better communication style, and Kendrick is a. I'm sorry. Never liked him as a player. Mm. Always looked mean. Yeah. He got dunked on. Sometimes he makes plays that didn't make any sense. If the man wasn't born with his body. You know the big, you oh, know how big yeah. and strong is. Yeah. There would be no reason. Like uh, I, he was in the league because of his bigness, his brute, his bruteness, basically. Yeah, he was a big dude. I didn't ever saw a high IQ play ever from him. He yeah. was just a big guy, and you know he'll 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 
do something. But he never he never really attached any. I just you saw him. He just, he always looked angry. Yeah. At least the Marcus Cousins look angry, but he would ball on you. Like he just oh yeah, he'll drop thirty. Perkins, yeah. I don't. I, I bet Perkins never had a 30, 30 point game ever. I bet he never. Did. I'm sure he probably dominated in high school and college. Sure, but not in the NBA. Not, not like in the NBA. So some of his takes are a little bit off. Like he tries to be funny, carry the hell on, and he loves he loves LeBron, loves LeBron, and so a lot of his takes are just not a big fan. Not a big fan. Um, but I'm not really a big fan of a lot of these shows anymore. But anyway. The the issue now is with Joe, Joe, Joe Joker, right? Being the MVP. And yep. why there's so many people having a problem with that. And this goes beyond just these two. I've even last last year, was it last year? Yeah, where last year he beat like, out Embiid and a lot of people like Embiid. Embiid. It was a pretty close race last year. I feel like the yeah. first MVP he won, it was like, yeah, he this guy had a phenomenal year, but then he did it he had better stats the second year, so they gave it to him. And he's doing it again, so it's it's a debate for sure. Yeah, so like people are seem like they're upset about it, and I've seen it. Like there are a lot of people, um, kind of having a, a big issue, like a really big issue. So it's kind of crazy, um, but we'll see. So we got some clips here of exactly what Kendrick said, because again they're going back and forth exactly what Kendrick said about you know the last. I guess a couple of white MVPs mm-hmm. and their stats, and then they'll have that big uh, back and forth. Yeah. So we'll, we'll play this real quick. Why didn't he never bring up this in particular subject? When it comes down to guys winning MVP since 1990, it's only three guys that won the MVP that wasn't top 10 in scoring. Do you know who those three guys were? Who were they? Steve Nash, Jokic, and uh, Dirk Nowinski. No. Dirk Nowinski. <laughs> what do the, what do those guys have in common? I'll let you sit. I'll let it sit there and marinate. You think about it. Now, here's the thing. Mm. That didn't make any sense with no, think about it. No, tell me. Like, if you're going to say it, just say it. What are you saying? Yeah. He it sounds like you said it there because they're white. No, he. that's what he was saying. And that's, you know, it's, it's a really bad take. It's a really... It, it looks weak. It's a weak argument um, because he said about 90. Okay, what about Magic Johnson won? I think five MVPs never led the league. Magic Johnson averaged like 15, 16, 17, 18 a game some some years. He's winning MVP. So it's just – it's a it's a really bad take. It's, we can it, argue that did Steve Nash deserve two no. of those MVPs? Kale O'Neal, Kobe Bryant, like, yeah, he Tim Duncan, but – but but the thing about Nash, and I think Reddit brought it up, is that he was the orchestrator of the best offense for those years. And he was h- highly yeah. efficient. He was shooting like 95, 96% from free throw, shooting, you know, 50, 60% from the field, over 40% from three point, right? So he was very efficient and he was, he had the ball in his hand every possession. So I think he did a lot for that team. So let me show you the stats from the 2006 race, yeah. which I think maybe that's the one that people kind of argue that maybe there is some issues with him winning. I mean, let me hopefully I can show where it is. Okay. So yeah, I'm going to show you some of the stats real quick. Let me know if you can see it. Um, oh, yeah, I see it. Yeah. So, so you see Steve Nash, 20 points, almost 11 assists. If, if he wasn't on a team, they don't they don't win the amount of games they won. He he yeah. he was the offense. Yes. He was the offense. Um, 
But you have LeBron James, 50, 50 wins, um, 30, 31 points a game. Damn, that's crazy. That's a lot of points. Seven rebounds, six, almost uh, seven assists. Um, and then you got you got Kobe, 35 points. Yeah, so he led – Kobe, I'm sure, led the league that year, either him or Tracy McGrady, but it was probably Kobe Bryant. Yeah. And, and Dirk, Dirk had 60 wins, and he's scoring 27 points. So should – if if you look at it right now, if you look at it, you look at all these stats, do you still think that Steve Nash well, should have won? Can you, go, can you go down a little bit? Okay, so hold up. Stop right there. Okay. So the one thing, and I, listen, I'm a Kobe guy, so forget. I, he should, you know, that's the year Kobe should have won. But if you mm-hmm. look at it, so if you look at the total points or the points per game and the assists, Steve Nash actually is giving his team, I think, more points per game. Because he and he's the only one out of those five that averages double double. Yeah. So well, LeBron, LeBron looks pretty good though. LeBron looks pretty good. So six yeah. assists. So he's off by four assists. So that's basically the difference of four assists is two eight. So you're talking about a nine point difference if you include the three. So if you add nine points, you're at twenty seven. So yeah, but he's the only one that averages double double. So there's there can be arguments for either side, but yeah. I don't think Steve Nash is a he shouldn't be a two time MVP. He's not that dominant, you know. But, yeah, but. Are we saying the reason why he won two is because he was white? Because he's white. And this is where the the issue is happening. So let's okay. So he said that, and this the big uh you know battle, the big the big fight that happened earlier. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, you hear that? Anyway, yeah. let's play let's, let's play, play right play, play. I wanna say I wanna just say hey, something. Beck, give, Stephen give a, I, I mean uh, Stephen A, I mean, I mean no offense to you, and I mean no offense to first take. Because I think this show is extremely valuable. It is an honor to be on this desk every day. It really is. But what we've just witnessed is the problem with this show, where we create narratives that do not exist in reality. The implication, what you are implying, that the white voters that vote on NBA are racist, that are they, they favor white people. You I just not, said that. I you just yes, you did. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. That is exactly what you implied, Kendrick Perkins. That is exactly what you implied. Secondly, hold on, hold on. I did not call. I stated the facts. I stated the facts. And you're not about to sit up. We all know what you implied the other day. We all know what you implied just now. Hold on. I stated the time. It's the facts. It's the facts. It's the facts. Okay. It's the it's the fakes. You know when you got nothing, you just start yelling the same yep, thing. That's you when you are articulating, and she's yeah. hitting you with the facts, and she's hitting you with mm-hmm. real arguments. You like, I just said, I just. Said. Well, it's typically what's the whole thing with arguments? The first one that like kind of really raises the voice and starts yelling yeah, is the mad. one that loses, right? Yeah. So, but I, you know, what do you think, man? What do you, what do you think about what Perkins like the way he well, said it? Do you feel like his intention is what JJ is pointing well, out? Uh, yeah, it's obvious. Um, Perkins said that most of the NBA voters are white for the MVP. They had to do a correction today to say that's not necessarily true. There's the, more of a diverse group, so he was wrong about that. Mm. But let's say, let's say for instance, let's try to make it more like because a lot of times we like to think things are black and white, right? Mm-hmm. Perkins is racist. All right, it's possible, but. Man. I feel like if let's say if Joker was playing for the Lakers, would we would we have this issue? Like, would we have this back and forth argument? If he played for the Knicks, he played for if he played in Philadelphia instead of um, Joel, 
would we care? Would we be arguing about this or saying, no, this guy is one of the greatest centers of all time. And he is the beast. But the fact he's playing in Denver, let's be honest, it's more of a east, it's more of a west coast, east, you know, it's a coast that matters and everything else, it's well, yeah, it's it's a problem. I, well, I disagree. Know. I disagree a little bit, and this is why with that, because I think now we know all these players. We every you know, we see them. It doesn't matter what team you're on. If you're good, you're gonna, you know, 20 years ago, I think that would have been more true. Um, but when I look back in like even or like 30 years, 80s, 90s, like when I look back at those times. It wasn't as easy to watch some of the West Coast games and things like that, but like, but you still I, not you're still not able to like I can I got the NBA league pass, but mm-hmm. I don't know if a lot of people have it. So yeah. I'm just I'm just kind of figuring like, do enough people watch Denver Nuggets games? Oh, they don't watch as much as uh, the Lakers and yeah. even the Knicks or uh, the Suns right now, the Mavericks, some of the teams that are like the Celtics, you know, like those top notch yeah. teams, even the probably the uh, 76ers. But I mean, with it, it's not a fan vote. So I think that argument goes for like maybe an all-star game voting, right? Because right. you see a lot of the big market teams in all the sports, you'll have guys on like a Chicago team, like these guys shouldn't be on the you know the all-star game, but you get a lot of votes, you know what I'm saying? Votes, yeah. But because it's the riders or whoever, I don't even know in the NBA who gets to actually vote. Well, apparently Kendrick Perkins has a vote. Okay, so he's been voting for Embiid probably to let, and he's going to vote for Embiid <laughs> this year, right? So, and that's fine. Embiid's a great player, but yeah, and it depends on what kind of basketball you like too, you know. And some would say, does your team need to be really good and in the playoffs, or is it just stats? Is it MV? You know what I'm saying? Like, do you, is it what you do for your team, or is it do you have to be on a good team? Does that team need to have the best record? I think that helps, right. and because Denver is first in the West, if I'm not mistaken, right. That's helped. And you, they were first number. I think they were one or two last year. Right. So yeah. that helps the cause because you're what you're doing. Your production is allowing your team to win. Right. Yeah. And he does a lot. He's a triple double guy right now. I think he leads the NBA this year in triple doubles and he's a center. That's that's very, very rare. So right? I'm, wondering, I'm wondering why is it is it bias? And not necessarily he, you know, I don't think Perkins hates black, uh, white people. I think yeah. he's dumb. I think he's dumb. He's a little too mo- emotional. <laughs> I, I don't know how he got this far ahead with sports um, commentary. I don't get it, but he must be doing well because they keep him on. He must be putting in some kind of viewers. But right, right, right. Is it Joker? Is he boring to watch? Does he it just doesn't have the style and finesse? I, I mean, is it too fundamentals? Is it mm. like Luca is stylish with how he plays, even though he's from you know he's from Europe and Joker obviously yeah. Joker he's he's from um, Europe as well. Is it just man? We wish he was a little bit more flashy. Um, does he look you know he don't look like he's really running hard? You know what I mean? Like everything just seems so effortless. Does it look too easy? I'm just I'm trying to look at it beyond. Well, they're just biased because. Well, clearly, we'd rather have you rather see Zion or John Moran or somebody do something amazing. You'd rather see LeBron on a fast break. But I'm telling you right now, I've played a lot of basketball. I've coached some basketball. Joker is next to LeBron James. He's the most intelligent player in today's NBA, in my opinion. He is he's looking at so many different. He's looking so many moves ahead. His passing is immaculate. He when what he, he knows what to do with the ball before he gets it he positions himself on the court in a way that he'll get himself to a spot to where he knows the pass is coming and he understands what the other guys are doing and where to feed the ball it's amazing but it's it's similar to tim duncan tim duncan was mr fundamental he won multiple mvps what five championships i believe yeah people thought he to watch him was boring but sometimes when you're not flashy 
and you don't do the crazy dunks and the behind the back passes, even though Joker does some of that. People are like, yeah, I'd rather have my LeBron. I'd rather have somebody like that. Yeah. Steph Curry launching crazy shots. But he's, I mean, he's pretty, he's pretty good, man. I've watched some Denver games and he's fun to watch because it looks very effortless for him. And he's not the biggest, the strongest. He's not fast. Um, but he's he's playing chess. And some of these guys are playing checkers and they're playing very, very good, right? Yeah. But the he's on he's on a different level, right? And um, I, I think we kind of get tired of the same guy wins in a row. Like, I couldn't tell you the last time somebody won three times in a row. Maybe somebody could tell me. Uh, I don't think LeBron's oh, ever no. done it. No. I don't think Kobe Kobe never did it. Uh, maybe Michael Jordan or hey, maybe Will? Larry Bird or Magic John. We'd have to go back. Yeah, maybe Chamberlain, maybe. Maybe probably. Chamberlain, uh, Shaquille. I don't, Shaquille never won three in a row to my understanding. So, this is he's in rare territory, and I think you know sometimes when you're that good and you keep getting these awards. Oh, wait, they're, 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 I have it right here. The Oop. three, three P. Larry Bird. Only play only players win win three MVPs in a row. Uh, I want you to guess. Okay, um, Michael Jordan, Larry Bird, and Michael Jordan, Larry Bird. I'm gonna go back. Bill Russell. Bill Russell is only one. <laughs> Damn, look at that. So Michael Jordan's never won three in a row. Everyone did back to back. So you got, you know, you got yeah. LeBron, you got your Tim Duncan's Shaq, but, uh, Shaq, but no, yeah. no. Uh Bill Russell, 61, 62, and 63. Great. And Kobe's only got one, which is wild too. Yeah. You think about that. I think for Joker, if he balls out and dominates in the playoffs, he'll get more respect. I think that's the issue mm. beyond whatever the bias is, but he yeah. needs to go to the playoffs. And go deep in the playoffs, dominate, win championships. Then this nonsense argument stops. But the issue, I think, with with Nash and Dirk actually won a championship, but Nash yeah. he couldn't get uh, a championship, and they should have. They sh- should have had at least one championship. It had that weird situation where a couple of their players got suspended. Yeah, this is some some not you know, you know pushing, and someone jumped on the court, and you know once you jump on the court, you you're on the bench, you get suspended. They should have won at least one championship, but they didn't, right? Yeah, they were stacked, man. They had Stoudemire, Sean Marion. They had like all. They were stacked. Yeah, I think didn't they have Joe Johnson. They had the Joe team? Johnson at one point. Yeah, um, how did they win a championship? Like, yeah, you know, <laughs> well, they had Mike D'Antoni as a coach. That didn't help him. Probably. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Well, he's all right. <laughs> he's yeah. all right. Man. But I think he needs to dominate in the playoffs to get a lot of this nonsense. Even the conversation that he's not great off his back. But but let's go back to what Kendrick is saying. Do you? Yeah. You know, I'll actually straight out. Do you think that, you know, Kendrick's argument, you know, Perkins' argument, that past MVP winners were benefited by bias? I don't. I don't. I don't think that. I think Nowinski won it. I mean, we could go back and forth and say, well, this person should have won this and this person should have won that. And Carl Malone stole an MVP from Jordan. So did Charles Barkley. And Nash stole one from Kobe and or Shaq. And we could do that all day. But. I, I really don't think so. Um, when you look, I mean, if that's the case, you know, then Larry Bird should have won four or five in a row and Magic shouldn't have, right? So I, I, I think when guys are there, you know, let's say there's 100 voters. I don't know. There's a, I think there's 500 or something. There's a lot of voters, right? Yeah, but yeah. if one or two, do I think one or two are like, yeah, that's a white guy. I'll vote for him. That's a tiebreaker. That's definitely possible. I'm not, not going to yeah. be naive. I'm not going to be naive. Yeah. But I, I don't feel like, 
there's an abundance of guys going in saying, let's vote for the white guy. Cause no, no, I don't, I, I, I don't believe that. I think these guys are normally voting for the guy they thought had the best season. And they're look, some of them might be looking at more analytics, more deeper than others. I think that's what happened in the Steve Nash case. They're looking at analytics. They're looking at saber metrics. They're looking at all this stuff, right? Right. But I, I think Kendrick Perkins had a bad take. I think he regrets it. I think J.J. Reddick ethered him. He bodied him. He came with facts. He was like, well, what about yeah. this? And what about that? And it made yeah. Kendrick Perkins look kind of bad, a little, like yeah. a little silly, you know? So Why in uh, – do we – are we over – do we – like because what Perkins kept saying is, well, these past white MVP uh, winners wasn't even in top whatever in points. Are we do we take scoring too much into account of being MVP? Like when um, Nash had Nash had 18 points, but he had damn near 11 assists yeah. and carried the team. The team did not on if he wasn't on the court, they were a different team. Yeah, he didn't have another guy that did what he did because you know right. even if you know with Joe Johnson, he's an ISO guy. They call him ISO Joe. He wasn't. He was orchestrating the offense. He like just give me the ball and he'll you know he'll 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 yeah. score on you. you but he, yeah. the team wasn't is not going to run the same. Like no one came up with the ball up the court except Nash. So yeah. are we? You know, I think Kendrick maybe a little bit too much worrying about scoring. Which I understand you need to score to win. Yeah. But when you see like Joker, you know, averaging damn near a triple double, which I know, I know triple doubles are not as important as it used to be, but. He's, his team is winning. It's not like it's uh when he has a triple double. I think I saw a stat. They're down 28 no, something crazy like that. When he has a triple double, like that's insane, right? Yeah. Because the reason for that is when you have a guy that can facilitate point guard production from the center position. So you're talking pick out of a pick and roll, out of the box. He brings the ball up at times, he'll rebound and outlet. Like he does his assists come in so many different ways. He's great at getting it in off the wing or in the box and getting it to the corner three, which is the best shot in the NBA. You know, like as far as three point goes, like I think we have to understand that assists are points when you when you when you set up a guy really well. Right. For an easy, high percentage shot, a corner three, a layup. That is a point because it's leading to a point. Right. So. I, I think sometimes we do look at the points per game and a lot of prior MVPs, the guy that leads the league in scoring is probably, you know, is a front runner. Same with NFL, the guy that has the quarterback that throws the most touchdowns or the most yards is probably going to be a front runner in the conversation to win MVP. The guy in baseball that hits the most home runs, most RBI is probably a front, a front runner, but there's other things to consider. Um, basketball is a weird sport, man. Like, you know, Kobe and Carmelo and Jordan, like they would score a lot of points, Tracy McGrady, but they'd also take a lot of shots. Their assists were really low. Michael Jordan didn't have a whole lot of assists when he got toward the end of his career, right? Yeah. So points are points for me. That's how I look at it. But yeah. Bobby says Nash and Joker are playmakers. Yeah. I mean, Big that's time. what you need. And anyway, maybe we're a little bit, you know, again, I'm trying to, I, I think, I definitely think Kendrick Perkins has bias against Joker in some way. Only he can truly answer it. Everyone is basically guessing by saying, well, so, because of the color of his skin, you don't think yeah. he plays as well as Joe, Joel Embiid. At this point, Embiid or Joker has not done anything in the playoffs. To really, right. So it's really going to be taking who who really puts it on the playoffs. That, But it's a regular season. It's a regular, exactly. So, but you know how it is. You know, like, yeah. if Joker was dominating in the playoffs, it wouldn't matter. This argument would even be uh, put out there. Yeah. So, it, it, 
I'm trying to I'm trying to give some I'm trying to figure out what is in Kendrick's head for him to to be that angry. Um, well, obviously being you being accused of being racist, but it just I don't understand what he's seeing. It's just it, Joel is all right. You don't you don't he doesn't need some guy making up stuff yeah. to help him win an MVP. Like I, dude, yeah. I mean, I know Joel cares about the MVP too. Yeah, I think he I think he's upset he didn't get a lot. I think in you oh, know yeah, I think last year it could have gone kind of either way. So you can't really be upset. You know, there would have been people that would have been upset if Joker didn't get it because you look at the stats overall, the analytics. Joker did something last year that's never been done before. So typically when you do that, when you add all the stats up and the percentages, the analytics, you give it to the guy. Like, you know, Westbrook averaged a triple double the year that he did that for the first time since Oscar Robinson. He got the he got the MB, the MVP. Yeah. But there, there were better players in the league that year than Russell Westbrook. He wasn't the best overall player, but he had the best stats. So yeah. I think sometimes in certain years that stats are going to matter, and Joker's putting up crazy stats. So Yeah, I'm going to show you the, the MVP race so far this season. We'll see what you think uh, who should win it. and put up right here to put the right thing. Okay, cool. So oh, uh, Joker is averaging 20. Uh, basically 26 points, 11 rebounds, and damn then yeah. um, 10 assists. That's a triple double. That's crazy. Oh, what are we complaining? Like, what 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 are we really <laughs> upset about? And his team has the best record in basketball. Yeah. And I, what like, what's the complaint? I don't know. Uh, if, so if, if LeBron James averaged these numbers, and he's probably pretty close, but LeBron probably isn't quite averaging the assists, and I don't think LeBron's averaging 10.8 rebounds, but the points are probably a little bit better. We'd be saying LeBron James was MVP, right? If Steph yeah. Curry was doing it. Giannis probably has actually similar stats, but I'm sure Giannis's assists are less than 9.9. So, I mean, but Giannis is, I'm sure, the next guy or the third guy on this list, I would imagine. Yeah, I just don't understand. And number two is Jason Tatum. He's 31 okay. points, uh, about, you know, eight rebounds, four assists. Mm-hmm. They've been they've been kind of losing a little bit. Some dick games. Of, like, I'm sure you don't want to be losing. Yeah, yeah like you lost to the Knicks and the Nets with the thing like, Three days was kind of like I, yeah. I don't know what's going on with them, but yeah, Tatum's up there, and it's Luca. But the problem is, the team wins aren't up there. But, yeah, but look at but look at the average. Look at the, I mean that's that's crazy. More so he's averaging six or seven more points. He's averaging only two less rebounds and one no half less of assist than than Joker. Though yeah, that that stat line right there is actually a little more impressive for me. But it's impressive. But the problem is, you know, the teams are not winning. Team, yeah. And now there's an issue with him again. This, you know, even Jason Kidd said he, you know, Luca complains too much to the refs. Mm, like he yeah. needs to stop, and I don't think Luca can stop himself. I think no. that's a part of his game and his attitude. But when you're you, you're you you know you drive to the bat, you drive to the basket, you didn't get it, you fell on the floor, and then you're looking at the ref with your hands up, and you know there's still games. The game is still on. Yeah. And now they, it's five on four because you're complaining to the ref. Yeah. I, I don't know how he stops that. Um, this must be super old because they have a. Where's Giannis? Hold on, hold on. Giannis isn't even in the top five. Something doesn't make sense. Actually, actually, let me look at this because this may be a little older, actually. But um, yeah, this must be much be older. Giannis is Giannis to me is in the top three as far as yeah, right definitely. now. I th- I think so. But well, of course, my damn internet's not working. But um, and it's interesting too. Like you could you can you can have three. I think when you vote, you put three places. I I believe. Yes. Like, yeah. You get, so there's a vo- there's a point system for if you have so many third place votes, there's that equals points, second, and then they add it all up, right? Yeah. So somebody could have more first place votes, 
but it doesn't mean that they necessarily would win. Yeah. Because if they, you know what I'm saying? If somebody had a whole bunch of twos and then like some ones. And so um, it's going to be interesting. But I, for me, like the MVP is like, it, this, I want to see, I want, I, to me, the bigger flex is the MVP of the finals. Like who came out, the, the playoffs, the Eastern yeah, Conference M- MVP, Western Conference, and then the finals. To me, that's a bigger prize. But Okay. So let me, let me okay. This is a more up to date one. This okay, one is March see. 3rd. So let's see who, who the guy is number one. Uh, no, thank you. I think one's still going to be Joker, I would imagine. Let's but... see. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, yeah. So, so yeah. this is updated stats. He is yeah. legit. He's, he's a triple double. Points went he's, down just a little, but yeah. yeah. That's so crazy. number one is Joker. Number two is Giannis. Actually. Yeah. So Giannis is that. Look at that. Look at that. His assists are down, but the rebounds, the points. I mean, that's crazy. Yeah. These players are on another level. And then, yeah, Tatum is still there. Yeah. Um, let's see, Joel. And look at Joel's like these guys are throwing up this. Yeah. They're scoring so much. Where I remember when a when a uh, player scored thirty points a game, that was a big deal. That was a big deal. Yeah. Now it's it's like twenty something points a game. Like it's just not. Yeah. It's you know your top player is going to score that much, and Luca's Luca's doing thirty three points a game. Yeah, look, that's crazy. Yeah. So who's your top? Who's your three? Joker, um, Giannis, and uh, Luca, in my opinion. I think Jason Tatum's had the last couple of weeks, his points are there, but his team's not winning. You got to win. You got to be winning. Yeah, you know, I, and, I, I agree with that. I agree with your, your three. Yeah. I think and he's three. Jason Tatum, I think, for a while was number one or number two for the first like couple of months of the season because they were really hot in the beginning. Um, but I think right now, yeah, I think I think Joker would get the nod. If, if, this, if everything continues, Joker's going to win again. Unless Joel Embiid starts dropping fifty point games and he gets you know in twenty rebounds like Anthony Davis did the other like Anthony Davis if he's been healthy we got to put him in there he's had Anthony Davis has had two months they've been separated by a couple of months where he just dominated yeah he had five six seven game stretches where he's putting up thirty and like sixteen like he's yeah. you know but he just hasn't been available right, right. but uh, unless you know some of the other players that we're talking about beyond be, besides Joker, unless they do something crazy and, and try to, you know, have some, you know, Joel Embiid could definitely win or Giannis. They'd have to have some game winning shots, a couple 50, 60 point games, like those kind of things fans remember, especially as the season goes on. But if everything just stays the same, Joker's probably going to win his third MVP. Yeah, I hear. I, I think he's going. He's probably going to win it. He'll be the first one since Bill Russell. That's crazy. That's gonna. It, some people can get burnt, butthurt about that, but uh, you know, I'm looking at some notables and the New York Knicks. Julius Randle, they have him rank seven. Listen, I showed the, the Knicks have been hot, there. bro. The Knicks have been hot, man. Where's Where's Hector? Hopefully, Hector is still in. Yeah, there. the Knicks have been hot. Shout out to Hector, Jalen Brunson. I showed a picture of like a screenshot of the Bleacher Report. I guess they were doing some kind of live show, and they're like. Can the Knicks make, make it to the finals? I'm like, what the <laughs> hell are we talking about? Yeah, no, no. <laughs> but props to the Knicks because I felt at one point in the season, I thought they were getting a little tired of Thibodeau. Like they were getting tired of the coach, the way it just, yeah, you know, because he can yeah, really rough. grind on his plays. And I'm thinking, yeah, this is about it. Because eventually they're like, okay, we, you know, how far can we go with this dude? But no, they're doing very well. I know they, they lost uh, to the Hornets the other day, but yeah, they're scoring. They're doing pretty well. Um, Hector's throwing it into your face <laughs> and you use a hater and it shows yeah, that no, it's what no. happened if the Knicks get to the finals. Like, what are you gonna do? 
listen, I'm going to be fantastic with that because my boy D Rose is on the Knicks and I am a huge <laughs> Derrick Rose fan. And I want to, I would love to see, listen, if the Knicks won the whole thing, I'd be happy. Yeah. I got no hate. I'd be Derrick Rose is my guy. I would love for to see him get a championship. I mean, I, I love Derrick Rose. I love everything about Derrick Rose, but I don't think that's going to happen. No, but, probably not. But yeah. and that's the thing. If you want to get, if you want to get uh, people, New York fans to watch your stuff, just say shit like that. Yeah, man. Yeah, the Knicks can make it to the finals. How many New York fans went and clicked that dumb link? And like, I know, right? They're like watching it on repeat right now on their TVs and their phones. Like, the New York Knicks are contenders. We're going to make it. We're going to make it. They got, they got the old Patrick Ewan jersey and the Earl Monroe jerseys out of the closet and oh, Willis yeah. Reed, and they're like fantasizing about the good old days. Sorry, guys. It ain't happening this year. Oh, yeah. I love the good old days. Those 90s Knicks, Derek Harper, John Starks. <sighs> yeah. Those yeah, are the man. best times for me because I'm a Bulls fan. So, yeah. Those, those are yeah, really that, good times yeah. for me. Oh, no, I don't like that. <laughs> Every time. Like, yeah, don't bother in the playoffs. Bulls going to win. Don't bother. Why, why show Listen, up? That, there was nothing better than those some of those series they had. Even if it wasn't in the fi- Eastern Conference Finals, those teams going at it, the hatred they had, yeah. good players on both sides. I mean, Ewing would just dominate the paint because the Bulls didn't have a big guy, you know? Like, yeah. it, it was fun watching those games. Absolutely amazing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's a little different now. It's more the offense is still there. But yeah. we'll see. And, you know, Kendrick Perkins, I'm, everyone, everyone kept saying, yeah, J.J. is probably not going to come back on first take. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if, if if Stephen Hayes running the show, J.J. read it because it's just fine. J.J.'s coming. He'll be fine. He, I, gonna, I don't yeah, and he'll bring, he'll bring back Kendrick too. Yeah, they're professionals. I'm sure they'll go out and have a drink or dinner, and you know what I'm saying. It's not you know what in you the moment. Kendrick and JJ, I don't know, man. I don't know if they. Were. I, these guys are professionals. I, I think you know, and sometimes I think you get caught up in the moment on TV. And these you know these shows are live, right? So they're not edited. At least, yeah. I think they're live, right? Yeah, they should be live. I think. Yeah. Of so, course, yeah. There might be a little bit of a time delay, right? A little bit, but like I think these guys are fine. It happens. There's been worse back and forth on first take, right? And I think at the end of the day, both these guys will be on the show. Perkins, though, I don't know. This might it's not going to help his brand. But there's, I'm saying, like you said, that there's been you know some back and forth arguments. But when you accuse another person of being racist, yeah, that's heavy. Well, not really. Well, nowadays, everyone's well, nowadays. But, you know I, mean? I mean, nowadays, you, it's you know, not that was a big accusation. Like, you're that's a big one. Now, it's well, you, you, you put he put out there saying, Well, these white guys got picked. Why, why happened? I was yeah. let you guys figure it out. Like, yeah, no, you should explain what you're saying so we don't are confused and start filling mm-hmm. in the blanks now because yeah. now we're filling the blanks. And JJ did and said, That's why you, I think you're racist. And you're like, I'm just speaking the facts. Mm. You you threw out a, an opinion at the end without any information. You just said, right. "Well, these three got picked." Yeah, you tell me. I'll sit here. You tell me. Like, if anything, he's helping Joker's cause. Yes, that's how I look at it. I think he's what he did is going to have the opposite effect of what he wanted. Yeah. So hopefully, uh, Cliff Dog said they may hash that. Hopefully, and yeah, Hector has to put out. You know, you know more of the Knicks. Jalen Brunson may be the best. Free agent signing in the last. I saw some story. Here. I think Charles Barkley said something to that effect, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, there's there's some truth there, but I don't know. I think the I think Durant going to the Golden State Warriors was a pretty good signing. Was that five years? Um, that yeah. was about five years ago. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because they won two championships. Yeah. Or yeah, they won two, right? With Kevin Durant, one, two, yeah, two. They won two. So yeah. I feel like that's a pretty good signing. But that's pretty good. It's pretty. I mean, listen. I think Jalen Brunson for me, and I think I can speak for Hannibal. 
exceeded some expectations. Absolutely. So well, I, a, know, I did not think yeah. he was going to do this. I thought yeah. he they needed some other pieces, obviously. I mean, but he transformed that team and and also just kind of works with the idea. Um, you know, tough defense. He seems like a coachable person. Good attitude to handle Tom Thibodeau because Tom Thibodeau is not the easiest coach to deal with. Maybe the fact that, you know, Derek, you know, Rose is there to kind of, hey, this is how he does it. So mm-hmm. he's surrounded by some veteran help. So well, it, he's it, from Villanova, too, and he won a championship in Villanova. Jay yeah. Wright was the coach. Jay Wright's kind of a tough coach, right? Yeah, so yeah, I, yeah, think, yeah. I think it was a really good fit in a match. And I yeah. I like Brunson. I like his game. I mean, yeah. he's, he's a really good player. So And how things are a whole different compared to how the Knicks and the Nets started the season. Nets look pretty good. And Nets, we got, hey, look, Mikhail Bridges, listen. Uh, no, I like yeah, stat. he's he's gonna he's gonna be an all he could be an all-star. Yeah, he's, not he's, not the, where he's just yeah. he's just balling out of control the first like six games. No one ever has done this. I forgot the stats, I saw it on yeah. Facebook. So we got some good young talent on the Nets. It's just there's no championship happening anytime soon. No. Um oh in the chat talking about uh Danny Dimes sign with the contract that wasn't ridiculous. So I saw I something about that. the contract, but it didn't say the number. So what is the number? I think it was hundred and definitely over a hundred million. Let me let me look it up. Oh, oh that's in the chat. Let me know what's the. It's a very decent. It's not like anything crazy. I don't know if it's guaranteed or anything. Well, it shouldn't be crazy. It's four years, one hundred and sixty million. Hold on, what? He's getting forty million a year. Well, that's a, that's a run, that's a running wage. <laughs> Hold on, Daniel Jones is getting forty million a year. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, dude. Oh, wow. Okay. What's, what's the problem? What, what, what are you confused about? They, went to, they made the playoffs. He's All the right. biggest reason why they went to the playoffs. All right. Okay. All right. Wait. Don't disrespect. Don't disrespect right. Danny Thomas. Right. I, I guess the money. I, when, when, this is when I hear that. It's like $40 this million. Is the rate. This is the rate. Why you think now that, you know, in Lamar Jackson, I, that's a I don't know what's going to happen. Not it's, it's not looking good for him. So I heard the Ravens basically – Gave him some kind of thing to where he can go and be free agent. Somebody could offer him something, and the Ravens have the option of matching it, and then Lamar Jackson just stays with the Ravens or not. And then in return, they get two first-round picks. So Lamar Jackson's not going to be in the Ravens next year. I'm saying that right now. No, and I think I think the Ravens caught his bluff a little bit. I think they know with his current play style, he will get hurt. And they don't want to pay him that money. And I don't think they like the fact that he didn't play and kind of ruined yeah. their season. But I can look at it. And, look, and that's the thing now. If all the players, NFL and NBA, that they look at themselves as a business and their cutthroat, where it used to be, and I think in back in the 90s, in the 80s, 90s, where there were more of a loyalty kind of thing, you know, handshakes, that kind of thing. Now it's, well, if my, you know, if the company is ruthless, well, I'm going to be ruthless too. No, I'm not going to play. I don't care about the playoffs at this point. Yeah, I need yeah. what I want. I want Deshaun watch the Watson's touchy money. I want fully guaranteed money, and no one wants that to happen. But it's already been out there. They set the president. They already set this idea now. Yeah. So I don't know what's going to happen, but yeah, I agree. I don't think he's going to be in the Ravens. Uh, maybe the Jets, maybe uh, Detroit Lions, which would be crazy. I think that'd be yeah. crazy. Some people have the Bears. And, you know, we would trade away uh, Fields and get Lamar Jackson. Like, there's a lot. The Bears. You think that would you? 
For the short term, yes, I would. Lamar is not old. He's not. But he's I do like I do like Fields. I don't know. I like Fields a lot, and he's going to be significantly less money. Um, so the Bears are going to be interesting because they they're going to trade away their first pick. They're going to get a lot of picks. I think they can build around Fields or whoever they bring in. Um, it's going to be interesting, but like if Lamar's not going to be, there's no way. I think that relationship's a little tainted, like you're saying. I think they called this bluff. He's still going to get paid, so as he should. So he, I think Lamar Jackson's going to be just fine. So I if if I think he should have had a, a, a real agent. He should have had a real agent. It's his mom, right? Yeah. Yeah. He, he got, it got it got too personal. You yeah. need you need that you know other person that's not related to you or not. It's complete. Keep it business, and let them negotiate it. When you negotiate, you're hearing everything that you don't want to hear, and it has affected his relationship with the team. I think that's I think that's one of the reasons not talked about, but. If your mom is negotiating and they're saying that your son don't deserve this, imagine how she feels. And I understand. Oh, right. And then what she's telling him. My yeah. mom was oh, my mom would complain about something and it had something to do with me. Like you can't say that about my son. Yeah. You can't. And that's moms, right? That's family in general. But your mom yeah. is hearing why you don't deserve this amount of money. And you see your son working hard. You see your son yeah. hurt rehabbing this playing a violent sport and they say, and, and again it's all business but i just think he should have got a real agent do I we just, know if, is his mom was she an agent before does she have a law degree do we know if she went to school like do we i don't know, know. Like, okay. i don't know i mean There's no way i'd have my mom i mean maybe one of my boys if he had a degree or yeah. a, a family member that was like doing this already but that's a bold move on his behalf so i don't it looks yeah. like it's not working out for him at this point so far, but yeah, I, I mean, no, because you need to get the, the you need to get a deal done. Um, no, he has no agent. Okay, I, I just looked at this uh, Sports Illustrated um, article, and it, it was posted twelve hours ago. Mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson has no agent, and it's and it's killing his career. It doesn't make yeah. sense. Yeah, it's, that's, you that's need a professional cool. in there, and. I mean, I understand you want the same contract, and they had, I don't know how much money they were they were apart, but yeah, they, he's out. Oh, but 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 look at it like this: so I can't imagine he doesn't have an agent because he wants to save money. He's, I mean, you know, if anything, he's gonna by by not paying an agent, let's say ten or twenty million, it might cost him a hundred million, right? So he's losing eighty million dollars. You see what I'm saying? So like, yeah. it doesn't make it something ha- something else has to be going on there where he doesn't. Maybe I he has some trust issues or he has something, you know, maybe he had an agent and something happened. He's like, you know what? I'll do this on my own. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I think when you try to go that route, it's like trying to defend yourself in court, you know, for a murder trial. Like, nah, get you a damn lawyer. Yeah, you, you know what I'm saying? You, I mean, you don't have the, the you know, you, you put your 10,000 hours of expertise in football, Correct. not negotiating contracts. You get yeah. the dork to do the yes. contracts yes. to a point where even if they come with you asking questions, like talk to my agent mm-hmm. so I can focus hundred percent on the game. But he, it, it just didn't work that way. Um, and I'm not even mad about him not playing. I think at that point he was injured. Yeah. Not I think so too. Playing didn't make any sense. Yeah. He's super competitive. I think if you, I mean, the Ravens are in the playoffs or good team. Like he would have wanted to play. I think he didn't want to risk. It was a little calculated. It's like I can maybe play, but then if I get hurt even more, then that really suffers my money, right? So he's like, I'll just, I'm just going to play it safe. Yeah. And um, 
we'll see. I think he's still going to get a big contract. He'll get a lot of money, but yep. it might be somewhere else. So. Yeah, said so Lamar uh, bet on himself and lost. Yeah, yeah. Last season just didn't – I mean, it started – I think it started – you remember it, start it started off, low? Start off, it started low and kind of – yeah, they had some they had some good games. Um, I felt like they lost some games they shouldn't have lost last season. And then, yeah. they, you know, then they went to plus, and he's like, no, nah, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Pay the man. Now, and it seems like Raven's organization is real old school. They did not like a lot of the things he was – like he would – he would he would bump up you know he would say, you know, say when Shannon Sharp is telling pay the man pay the man he would retweet that saying Shannon Sharp's my bro like a lot of those tactics I think he thought it worked I thought it was, I think he probably thought I just pushed this a little bit more with social media yeah. it worked it didn't it just it just pissed off the Ravens more so when I think the one thing that is against him right so we I, I always I'm a big believer your biggest strength can also be your biggest weakness. Yeah. What Lamar Jackson does so well is he's super athletic. He's proved that he can throw the ball. He's improved. Obviously, he runs the ball. Like he's smart. He's a good leader. He's competitive, right? But he, the way he plays football, isn't really conducive of a long-term career. Of course, right? So these 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 teams want a Patrick Mahomes, a Justin Herbert, a, a Lawrence guy. Like, yeah, they're gonna run sometimes, right? But they're throwing the pocket. They, they want to throw in a pocket because over time, that's gonna actually make you have a longer career right because right. you're not taking as many hits so I, I think that's hurting him a little bit too i think teams are looking at like eh, okay he's got a little bit of a history of injury the way he plays can we is he really going to be able to be on our team for the next eight years or is it only four years probably more like four or five at this level versus eight or nine right, right so i think right. that hurts i think that hurts him a little bit yeah, I agree. Well, we'll see. You know, we got the you know a couple of months before the you know, NFL season begins, but we'll see. I know we're up on the hour, but uh, next week we I will be watching at least the first two Creed movies, even though the third okay. one came out. But I'm gonna watch those movies, and we actually have another clip I wanted to show you, but we ran out of time. But have a good weekend, guys. Be good out there. You know, don't get yourself into trouble. Uh, any other advice, Pedro? Well, that's not fun. <laughs> that's not fun. <laughs> Listen, listen to Hannibal. He is the much more he's smarter, better looking, and more measured than me. So I am a I'm the the the, the devil on your shoulder. Hannibal's the angel. Listen to the angel. Okay. If I'm the angel, then yeah, you're screwed. We got problems. Yeah, we're we're, we're screwed. Uh, yeah, yeah. But I uh, know I'm gonna spend my weekend hopefully resting, doing some more workouts. You know what I'm saying? Get this body because I gotta listen. I I gotta preserve. I gotta moisturize my situation. And uh-huh. preserve my sexy. So that's that's the okay. you know, P Diddy okay. mantra. That's what I gotta do. Gotta work it out. Okay. I'll come up with the muscles, pow, like that. You, you know, know, we should maybe we should do some type of maybe y'all y'all let us know if you're you know, let us know in the comments if you're watching a replay or even now or think about it for next Monday and Wednesday. Should Hannibal and I do some kind of fitness challenge? We document, you know, should we do like a push-up challenge? Hannibal oh. said he could do 30 push-ups. I don't know if I could do 30 push-ups right now. Yeah, that, maybe that, that could be fun. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, you know, I hope you know. I hope they don't change the dynamic of, of this relationship when you see. Ah, uh, listen, bro, the, I, you know, it's at the gun show. I mean, you don't want to see. Oh, yeah, you may have seen the gun show already. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I don't think it's. Good. We we just spent a weekend in L.A. together. I, like, I think we're good. I don't think anything's gonna. You know, I think, I think our relationships all right. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. All right, guys, enjoy. Like I said, enjoy the weekend. Be good out there. Be safe, and we'll see you guys on Monday. Peace. Peace.